Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to this very special event-focused episode of the HR Chat Podcast. Sherm Inclusion 2022 is in full swing in beautiful San Diego, California. Happening from today, that's October 24th through to October 26th, the conference offers a chance to change the way that attendees see the world and to create a more equitable world of work. Over the three days, attendees receive tools to sharpen D&I skills, hear insights from experts in the field of inclusion, and build relationships with like-minded HR pros who understand the importance of belonging and the critical role it plays in DE&I. WorkZinga is a job search and hiring platform emphasizing company culture fits, and it has a presence at Sherm Inclusion 2022. The company's science team member and psychologist, Dijanay Lang, will be representing the brand and connecting with other DEI strategists and culture changers at the event. And she returns to the pod today, live from the conference. You may be able to hear in the background there, she's live from the conference to tell me all about it. Hey, Dijanay, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Bill, for having me. I'm excited for being here. So you're, you're pretty new still to work Zynga, of course. When we spoke last time, you were only a few weeks, I think, into the job. How's it going and how's the focus on culture at work Zynga helped you find your feet and feel welcomed? It's amazing. So since the last time we spoke, I've actually had a time to fully meet the team. I was just in Nashville uh, the week prior. So I spent a week out in Nashville and got to be in the office and work with everyone, which made me feel so much more at home. And made made me really even more excited to really work and dive deeper into our work. So it's been amazing. And Culture Fit is really thriving in our work as far as going into the assessment. And even with DEI now, as you said, I am here at Inclusion 2022. So just keeping uh, Culture Fit and inclusion and diversity at the forefront, it's been amazing, especially to work with people like Dan and Margarita, who really allow me to use my skills while they also educate me. And so I love the two-way mentorship that we're that I'm seeing and I'm a part of. Awesome, thank you. And listeners, if you wanna learn more about Dan and more about Margarita, who also are based over at WorkZinga, please do check out interviews that I've done with both of them on the HR chat pod. So Dejanay, you are at Sherm Inclusion as we as we record this today. It, it's been, it's been so, it's been a pretty good event so far, so I hear. Maybe you can tell us a bit about it. And uh, and also tell me, Dijanay, what, what does inclusivity mean to you? So, Bill, inclusivity is something that I think many leaders, many companies should start with. You know, a lot of times we uh, speak of DEI. We focus around diversity, equity, inclusion, and what does diversity mean? What does diversity look like? But in a whole, diversity itself, uh, many times is a numbers game. Are these people represented? Are, you know, what are the numbers? How many African-Americans do we have? How many minorities do we have? But inclusion is really the work. It's the actionable change that really make a difference in a business. And it makes the change to the employees. Because what happens is when we start leading with inclusion, we see those uh, impacted really feel like, do they have a seat at the table? Do we allow them to participate? Do we give them a voice? And so I love inclusion 
because I know for me personally, do I do I have a voice? Do I feel included? And so I think being here today and being in this group, being surrounded by other like-minded people, uh, getting new information, new strategies about how we even improve inclusion even more is amazing. And so it's really important to me, especially in the work I do. It's personal. And it sounds like it's absolutely banging there. You've got some pretty cool music in the background. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> speakers include Cynthia, Sint, Marshall, uh, who's from Dallas Maverick. She's the CEO there. Uh, Alicia Petros, who's the Chief Diversity Officer at the Hershey Company, and Peggy O'Neill, owner at Small Miracles Unlimited. Which speakers have impressed you so far and and or who are you hoping to see while you're at the conference? I had the lovely pleasure of, I actually just met Cynthia. Um, she was amazing. Her speech this morning was, was phenomenal. Let me say that. Um, she made very great valid points about inclusion and I love how she said that uh, as you know she is the first African-American female CEO in the NBA and so she came in with a lot of pressure she has accepted that pressure but she was willing to not allow the pressure to change how her strategy works with trying to change the overall organization within their first couple hundreds of days they already had improved their minority uh, numbers. They improved and changed their uh, inclusion strategy and their values to surround it. She's been with them now a couple of years and they now have 50% minorities and 50% females. So her speech was empowering and motivating to understand that when we really take action and really pay attention, we can make real change that actually for most businesses, as we know, revenue is important. And I think people forget that a lot of times when we make these changes and talk about DEI, it does show up in your revenue. It shows up in your retention. And so to hear her speech this morning was amazing. On the other hand, who am I excited to see? I think I'm really excited, obviously, to see LaQuinta Jacobs. I've had the pleasure of being on a podcast at Work Zynga with Janet Stovo, and LaQuinta is her mentee. So I'm happy and excited to see her speech. And we are also going to be recording an upcoming podcast with her as well. So just getting to my feet wet, we're getting to know who she really is, what she's about and what she has to say. I'm looking forward to it. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, we also interviewed Janet Stovall on the HR Chat Show. So listeners do check that one out as well. Um, hey, why why does WorkZinger have a presence at the event then? What, what's the connection? Spell it out for us. So we talked about our culture fit assessment. What does culture fit really mean? Why is it important? It's because when we look at companies and organizations, we know, for example, statistically data shows us, uh, culture fit can impact retention. For example, I, I bring you on, you're on six months and now I realize you don't, you don't fit into this culture. And so it's really important as Wurzinga and me myself as a DEI strategist to be here is because I want to be able to take back as much information, relevant information, new information to the team to be able to use as much as possible as we are still developing our products, as we're still pushing out our current culture fit assessment. And down the line, when we uh, look at consulting to make sure that we're really on top of things, that we're really making sure that we're making an impact, right? It's all about impact because what can we do as leaders? What can we do as scientists to make sure that we are giving the relevant information to organizations 
when it comes to culture fit, when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, to making sure organizations understand it's not just a buzzword, but it is something of value and it is something of necessity. TouchTunes provides innovative entertainment and media solutions to over 75,000 bars, restaurants, and shared workspaces worldwide. Our award-winning music systems spark engagement and encourage customers to stay longer and employees to be engaged by creating memorable experiences through an integrated music platform that includes digital jukeboxes, mobile, photo booth and TouchTunes TV. Learn more at touchtunes.com. Okay, thank you very much. So diversity, of course, is a key ingredient for better decision making among teams um, and homogenous groups may be susceptible to groupthink, this term groupthink. Can you explain this idea of groupthink and maybe also share why and how diverse teams can leverage a greater variety of perspectives and are more likely, yeah, and, and more likely to consider information more thoroughly and more accurately? Okay, so let's think about groupthink. Um, when we say groupthink, we're thinking about, for example, the seats at the table. And we're talking about uh, ethnicities, multiple backgrounds. All these seats at the table now come together. We have this collective collaboration of all these backgrounds and these experiences. And now what really comes out of that is this amazing level to brainstorm and to see things from a different perspective. And now you have solutions that not only just fit you or I, for example, now it really fits the entire team and it really fits a, a collective and able to really successfully push us forward because we allowed everybody to be a part of this group thing. We allowed everybody to have a voice, to have an impact about the changes that's necessary. It's not just the C-suite making a decision and pushing it down through the levels of the ranks, but it's allowing everybody to have a voice as allowing everybody as we're here talking about inclusion to feel inclusive if we're honest group think really wholeheartedly supports that it pushes that let's talk a little bit about how employee experiences of inclusion contribute to engagement and retention levels shall we uh how, how is an employee's emotional investment to their work and their desire to stay at their organization linked to feelings of inclusion Bill, that's a phenomenal question. So when we talk about employees' emotions, that should be the first thing and the first key point because do I feel comfortable, safe in this environment? Do I feel like uh, if I have an issue that I can go to, for example, when people say the open door policy, do, do I feel connected to my work? And do I feel supported? Do I feel like I have the ability to grow, for example? You have to think about employee engagement in the eyes of your employees' dreams. Getting to know what are their dreams, what are their goals? How can I make this work more fundamentally sound? How can I make this work feel like they want to thrive in it? And it really does relate to retention. Because as we know, for example, many people don't leave jobs because of their work, but they leave because of bad leaders. And they leave, they leave because they don't feel like they have the opportunities to grow. They leave because they feel like they aren't included. And so when, a, when you as a company and an organization make your employee feel like they have a seat and they belong, then you also see that go into their production. You see that then turn into retention. Because if I feel like I have a place here, I'm going to stay here. 
DEI strategic planning often stalls with middle management. Why and how do we rectify this problem? And also, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the inclusion conference that you are. How, how is Sherman Inclusion 2022 helping to educate attendees on ways to support middle managers? That is a really, really big, it's been a problem uh, in the DEI space for a long time. And it was referenced before as the freeze in middle management is the term that it was coined. And so it's interesting because like I spoke about before, we see sometimes C-suite level uh, opportunities come down and pass down these strategies or these plans without actually consulting managers who are actually going to be on the ground passing out these initiatives. And that's the problem because collectively you have to they are essentially going to be over, especially because those on the ground reporting to those middle managers are looking at them as if this is just some directive. These are some instructions. So you're creating friction that middle managers now have to navigate through when essentially if the conversation was a collective conversation, it was an open dialogue. It was everyone involved from the start. You're eliminating that friction. You're allowing middle managers to have a better advantage from the beginning and a better understanding, right? Transparency, let's talk about it. It has to be a transparent uh, strategy for all levels and especially middle managers. We have to give them the proper resources about how and what is best for them to operate and navigate through these initiatives. We have to support that. And I love it because here at Sherm, uh, and the event I've been at so far, I've met so many middle managers. You know, I spoke with some of the Dallas Mavericks human resource team. I've uh, spoken with some event staffing uh, human resources team. And for us, you know, we spoke about culture fit assessment and how few of them were middle managers because one of their biggest things is I have so many things on my plate. So how can I also take on these strategies and initiatives and do them correctly? And so it's about really looking at your goals, your values, what you want to accomplish, uh, a timeline, and making sure that we give them the resources that's necessary. And I think inclusion is doing a great job at that by providing relevant information, by providing the resources that are here, allowing the networking and connection so that we can really assist where we might have a weakness. Thank you very much. Two more questions for you before I let you get back on and enjoy the rest of the conference. Um, the next one is a bit of a downer, I'm afraid, but um, the reality is a recession <laughs> in, <laughs> A recession is in the works. Uh, by some metrics, you could say the US is already in recession. With, with the uncertainty of a recession, why is it important for DEI initiatives to not be part of budget cuts? Bill, this question has been trending on LinkedIn for weeks. And so it's interesting that you brought it up because I was involved in a, a debate about it on LinkedIn. And for me personally, in the work that I do, I understand the impact of DEI, both from the employee side, but also the business side, right? When we talk about revenue, retention, turnover, all those downsides of how you just mentioned, if you take away DEI initiatives and strategies and resources, you are absolutely going to be an increase, which we have. So let's look at the pandemic right now and afterwards and uh, different areas that are struggling. One of the things that we have seen is, yes, we've seen an uptick in people changing career fields, but we also seen an uptick in those who were not prioritizing these strategies 
have an on average their employees were staying six months and they're leaving and the root of that is is because people were not feeling like they were included people were not feeling like i belong in this culture and so when you don't consider keeping your DEI strategies on the table, making sure they're relevant, making sure we're not sure anything, then you're also impacting your employee engagement. You're going to see impacts in your revenue. You're going to absolutely cost your company more money because now we have to constantly hire. We're constantly spending money on training. Um, if we can essentially make boardroom to the C-suite, to the manager, all the people making those financial decisions understand that this is still a value and it's still necessary, then at that point in turn, uh, after this recession, during this recession, you will still be there on that bright side. Okay. And just finally for today, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about all the cool things happening over at WorkZinga? WorkZinga right now has amazing things going on from our culture fit assessment, uh, the culture fit assessment report uh, the new one is actually about to come out so please be sure to look out for it we have a lot of great things coming up as far as the interview guides that are going to go along with it so check out our website you know at workzinga.com you can also shoot me over an email if you have any personal questions at dejanay at workzinga.com and then of course follow me on linkedin at dejanay lane amazing well that just leaves me to say for today dejanay it's been a pleasure having you back on the show i hope you enjoy uh, the rest of day one and all of day two and day three over at the inclusion 2022 summit and uh and uh, please do tag the hr gazette and myself on on social when you're when you're live from the show and we'll be happy to reshare that but uh for, for now thanks very much thank you bill and listeners as always until next time happy working thanks for listening to this episode of the hr chat podcast there are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.